Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. I've got Caleb Daigle in the studio with me. Folks, he had an amazing word from the Lord and he's here to share it today. It's going to be powerful. Stay tuned. Okay, folks, welcome to another show. Caleb Daigle is in the studio with me today. Caleb Daigle, how are Hello, you, man? Hello, Steve. Yes, how you doing? Yes, brother. Doing pretty good, man. It's good to have you. Yeah. It's good Got to some, be here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm going to open this up real quick and just give you the opener. So here's what happened. I was asked to go preach at a church in a different town. I invited Caleb to come along for the ride. It's about a 45-minute ride each way, so it's really nice to get together and bond and and go and share the word of the Lord. Well, one of the things I asked Caleb, my message was about stepping up and stepping out, being the body of Christ and so forth. Caleb didn't know what my message was. I asked him, how's life treating him? And how's his things going with the Lord? And Caleb opened up with something that totally related to my message. In fact, I had him get up and actually speak about what the Lord had showed him. So Caleb, take it away, my man. Preach it. Well, so one day I, while I was mowing, I was praying and the Lord gave me this word steep, right? So like steeping tea, not like a steep hill. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. But So then I was thinking about it and I kept praying about it. And the Lord just kind of gave me this whole process mm -hmm. that we can go through, just like how somebody makes a cup of tea. So... I was thinking like, okay, how do you like your tea? Right? Mm -hmm. So like, how do you like your tea? Yeah. <clears throat> and so many of us who like drink tea, we learn how to make it properly. Or somebody would think that. And um, when I first started drinking tea, I would just, you know, take some water in a tea kettle, grab a cup and a tea bag, pour the water over the tea bag and wait for the tea to brew. Right. So it was like that, just that process. Mm -hmm. And I decided to look up the proper way to make a cup of tea. And I was surprised that there is an actual way to make a good cup of tea. Oh, yes. Just like you make a cup of coffee or something like that, like a specialty coffee. Um, the art of steeping, you know, it, it's a process that doesn't start from the tea, but from the water. Mm. Right? Yeah. It's all dependent on what kind of tea you are brewing. So like if you're doing green tea, and I think like white tea, mm -hmm. the water needs to be at a lower temperature. Right. Because the green tea leaves are more delicate mm -hmm. and you don't want to like burn them or anything like that. And like something like black tea can be higher because they're stronger leaf. And so um, you can ruin the taste of the tea if you don't have that water, just like I said. Right. Um, now, sense. once you know the proper temp of the water, comes the next important step in making a cup of tea. If you are using loose leaf, so like tea without a bag, mm -hmm. you just pour the water right over it. Oh, nice. Right. So like if, if you were to pour the water mm -hmm. and then just dump the tea bag or the loose leaf tea, what is it going to do? It's just going to flow on the top. top. Right. right. Now, if you have a tea bag, what you have to do, and I didn't realize this, is that you pour the water in first, and then you put the tea bag in. Mm. 
because if you pour the hot water over the tea bag, the tea bag can actually like inflate because of the steam. Yes. And then the tea becomes bitter or astringent. So it doesn't taste as good. And then so after you place the bag or loose leaf in the water, the steeping process begins. And so the definition of steep, the one that I like to use anyway, mm-hmm. is to soak or saturate. And I like that word saturate. Mm. The tea is saturated in hot water in order for the flavor and nutrients to be extracted, something I, I didn't know about. Now, you can't just start sipping immediately. You must wait a certain amount of time in order for the tea to have full flavor or mm-hmm. to steep the tea. Right. Right. So I thought about that. And then the Lord, as I was praying, like I said, laid on my heart that, you know, in our relationship with God, it, it's the same way. There's a process to it, right? Uh So like the first thing we need to do, we need to start with the water, right? So what we need to do is we need to prepare our hearts properly, right? So like if you have a raging heart, you know, something made you angry or something like that, Uh that's, that's really not the heart to go in, grab the Bible and read the word, Right. right? Definitely not. And to like build your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and now if you have like a cold heart, let's say, you know, you're kind of down and you really don't take the process in and, you know, praying and saying, help me with this mm. so that I can understand your word. Yeah. That's not going to help. You know, you got to have that right temperature and prepare your heart mm. in order to connect more with God. Right. Yeah. And so. I like that. So after we prepare our hearts, we must steep or saturate ourselves in the word, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we prepare our hearts, we get that water at that proper temp, mm. and then we open up the word. Now, you know, we have to get into it and we can't just, we can't just dip our, our fingers into it, you <laughs> yes, know? Yes, exactly. Because like, let's say you open the word, start reading it for like, 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay, I read a couple verses. Right. And just close it and then went on with your day. What's mm-hmm. going to happen there? Nothing. The nutrients <laughs> in that flavor, it's not going to like extract from the water because you just took the tea bag, dipped it in real quick, and then threw yes. it away. You're going to be drinking hot water. <laughs> That's right. Right? You don't make a cup of hot water, right? Yeah. And so if we steep, you know, if we if we read... And actually take the time to, you know, Mm. study it, take notes of the word. That's going to pull all those nutrients and all that flavor, you know, that God wants us to get out of it. Because then our connection and our relationship is 200 times stronger, you know? Mm -hmm. Just like the tea temperature. Right, exactly. Yes. So saturating our hearts, you know, it means we are dedicated in making our relationship with the Lord stronger. Um, We take the time, you know, take the time to read it, to obey it, Mm -hmm. right? So after we study it, what does God lay on your heart, right? What does God lay on your heart? So at that point, you have to obey it, right? Mm -hmm. So if he tells you to go or he tells you to keep reading, let's say, you obey that. And then after you obey that, you take that action, Mm -hmm. right? So are we going to make a proper cup of tea? Or are we going to disregard the instruction that is out there for us, you know, that the, that obedience? Yeah. And then, you know, after I 
I was done praying with this the other day, God kind of showed me this as well. And so I added it to, to this vision that I got. Mm -hmm. So after your cup of tea is done, what do you do with it? Yeah, after your tea's done, like after steeping. The, yeah, steeping. What do yeah, you do with it? Sip on it. Yeah, right. You sip on it. You enjoy it, right? Mm. So if you sip, you enjoy the tea. Yeah. But if you chug the tea, what's gonna happen? Oh, yeah, you're gonna you get burnt. You're gonna oh yeah, you're gonna Spit drink that, and it's just gonna like mm -hmm. annihilate your mouth and throat, right? <laughs> because it's so hot. So you know, it takes time to enjoy a cup of tea. Yes. And so God gave me this, and I and I really like it. It's love the process and not yourself mm. right and so yes. if i can start off with a verse mm -hmm. before like we jump right into this yeah um it's in deuteronomy and like i've been reading this and this is like a perfect well it's a perfect example of like the old testament like like evidence of mm -hmm. obeying you know and yeah. like pursuing a relationship with the lord and knowing his word so it's it's actually like guidelines for a king, right? Okay. So Israel is about to enter the promised land, right? Mm -hmm. That's Deuteronomy is like Moses kind of repeating everything, going through everything again. Right. And so even though God didn't want Israel to have a king because who's their king already? Yes. God was their king already. Yep. But, you know, he knew that the Israelites were going to want somebody in power, just like the nations they were taking over right, mm -hmm. had in, like, Egypt. Be like the world. Right. So God gave Israel a set of guidelines in order to follow. So, yes, you can appoint a king, mm -hmm. but it has to be one that I choose. Yeah. And he has to follow these instructions. Mm. Right. So it's Deuteronomy 17, 14 through 20. Okay. And it says, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation too. You are about to enter the land the Lord your God is giving you. When you take it over and settle there, you may think we should select a king to rule over us like the other nations around us. If this happens, be sure to select as king the man the Lord your God chooses. You must appoint a fellow Israelite. He may not be a foreigner. The king must not build up a large stable of horses for himself or send his people to Egypt to buy horses for the Lord has told you. You must never return to Egypt. The king must not take many wives for himself because they will turn his heart away from the Lord. And he must not accumulate large amounts of wealth in silver and gold for himself. When he sits on the throne as king, he must copy for himself this body of instruction on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priests. So that's the first step, you know? Right. He has to copy for himself the instructions. He has to write it out mm -hmm. in the presence of the Levitical priests. And then he must always keep that copy with him and read it daily as long as he lives. Wow. Right? So first he has to write it down. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're not writing the word down. But when we study, what's a good thing to do? Yeah. Take some notes. Pull, pull, yeah, take the notes nuggets. that you, yeah, right. Yep. And then you must have it always with you. Yes. So when we read it, when mm -hmm. we're steeping the word, 
Are we just dipping our toes in to get a nice feel of the water? Right. Or are we submerging. getting in there, yes. submerging? And you know, and that really pulls it out. And where does it go? It mm. stays in our hearts. Yes. Keeping it with us always, right? Like mm-hmm. we're supposed to do. Yeah, it's a good analogy. And then that way he will learn to fear the Lord, his God, by obeying all the terms as of these instructions and decrees. This regular reading will prevent him from becoming proud and acting as if he is above his fellow citizen. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that right there is saying, just because you steep longer, you know, just because you're in the word longer than all these people doesn't mean you're higher above right. them. We're all at the same level. Yeah. You know, obviously, like, we have to be there for people. Like, if we've been follow of christ longer yeah train them up train them up right so like build upon what they already know right and then it will also prevent him from turning away from these commands in the smallest way and it will ensure that he and his descendants will reign for many generations in israel that doesn't really refer to us but like it says right there you know if if we are in the word yes if we are in the word then it's going to keep us in obedience because like, I don't know about you, but like, like I was saying, sipping tea and really enjoying it. Yeah. When I want to make a cup of tea, I want to make a cup of tea because I want to oh, yeah. enjoy it. Savor the flavor. So like when like I'm in the word, you know, I sit down and I, you know, take the time because I want to know like that hunger. Yeah. Like I'm excited. I want to enjoy this mm-hmm. time with God, you know? Yeah. I like that. And that's good you're in the Old Testament, too, because it made me think of Joshua 1.8. And Joshua 1.8, I'm also reading out of the New Living Translation, is study this book of instruction continually, meditate on it day and night, so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. And of course, that passage of Scripture, they were talking about the Pentateuch, which was the first five books of the Bible which of course they call them, some people call them the books of Moses, which is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. But the same thing can apply for us today, which is get in the word, meditate, like Caleb was saying. I mean, that's powerful. I love that whole comparison of the tea bag being marinated. And because uh, the definition you put was the soak and saturate. Yep. And then I also found um, some some of those synonyms yeah i made sure i said it right instead of saying cinnamon (laughs) um was marinade and saturate and of course marinade the senate of the definition for that was soak below the surface of an area of water so you take yourself deeper in soaking yourself point like marinating a good steak yeah you know, you marinate a steak when you... For you're, not like two minutes. Yeah, for you, you marinate that thing and it becomes yeah. tender. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. almost like, oh, we're going somewhere now. We're going right. somewhere with this. So I just saw a picture of this. So picture a guy getting ready to smoke or getting ready to barbecue yep. his big steak. Yep. You've got this firm, heavy steak. He takes it and he marinates it. And right. then he gets it out of that marinade. Now it's broken down. It's That's tender. True. So it used right. to be hard and stiff. Now it's tender yeah. and juicy and malleable. Just like if we take the word of God and we apply it to our lives and we marinate in the word, it's going to yes. help us as hardened people become right. softer, and able to be flesh. trained, teachable, 
Right. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's this a really good, good point. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like this right here. The surround or fill with a quality or influence. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's another definition. So it's like it's like um in this case it would be what kind of what kind of tea do you like? Mm -hmm. Do you know, do you like the just plain green leaf or black right. tea? Or do you like mint or the fruity flavors? Oh, you know? yeah. Then you've got like the sleepy time tea. Right. With the chamomile in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Calms you, relaxes you. So like what quality or mm -hmm. influence? Yeah. So what's influencing you? Yeah. That. Right? So what's influencing you? You take that steak and you say, you know, I, I've i been really craving like the Asian cuisine. I'm going to put yes. some honey teriyaki on that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to marinate it honey teriyaki. <laughs> have everybody eating food here right. in a minute. Yeah. So, like, that's a good point because if we're in the Word mm -hmm. and, you know, God, when you sit down to read the Word, God's going to show you where he wants you to go. Yes. Right? So, He's going to find that quality, that influence, right? Mm. So instead of yourself, if you get rid of self, self exactly, and then say, hey, what do you want me to read, Lord? Where mm -hmm. do you want me to be? Yes. That's good. And yeah. like, your, like your point, I wrote it down on my paper because I really like what you said, where you said the Holy Spirit showed you love the process. Not the self. Not the self, which right. is really important because you take yourself out of the way because there's two ways to look at it. You take yourself out of the way to allow for God right. to pour into you when you're studying the word, but also you love the process of getting in the word right. and learning instead of thinking of yourself and saying, I'm done reading this. I'm right. going to go and do something for myself. I'm going to go play video games or watch movies or right. go for a cruise or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's like, cause like, I don't know about you, but like after work, what I do is like, I get home and mm -hmm. I do my workout or whatever, but then I have like this, I guess, routine, you'd say, like, I would, after supper, I go and I read the word. Yeah. Like, after I've been doing that, you know, getting in the word and everything, mm -hmm. like, I can't put it down, you know, yes. you get excited, right? Yes. So it's like, when you start, when you start sipping tea, you know, when you start enjoying <laughs> a cup of tea, you know, you, you look forward to that yeah. time where you're like, oh, yes. Like I get to make it the way I like it. Yes. Right. So it's like you get in the the word, and you're just like, oh yes, what's yes. what's going on today? Like, what am I going to learn today? Yes, Holy Spirit, what are you going to show me? That's like right. right now I'm going through. I've got the full comp Bible commentary of uh, Warren Wiersbe wrote. So it's the entire Bible, and so I'm doing the New Testament right now, and I mean the the one book that I'm using right now that covers half of the New Testament. It's over 600 pages, but it's like, oh, well, I'm going chapter by chapter, and each chapter goes through three or four different books, and uh, I just go from there. And so that's working out pretty good, but it's like you don't even look at the clock. Yeah. Is it, it like you, the DVDs, or is it? No, no, no. I've got the book. Oh, okay. I've got the oh, book. Oh, it's an actual book. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's the full book, and you're just going page by page. I'm learning some amazing nuggets yeah. about the yeah. Word, and I mean, it's chapter by chapter right, right. so you're looking through this thing and i've got my notepad out i've got my highlighters i'm like yep. a little kid in the classroom but if you're sitting at the table in the morning for two or three hours so be it right you right. know you just go at it and learn and it's like why why am i doing this like yep. you said why am i sitting down for this cup of tea because i want to enjoy it right i want to just or like when you marinate that steak marinating you know? that steak you want to enjoy it yeah. yes yeah. that's right and so like talking about commentary too like 
I like with how my Bible, you know, it's a study Bible. So mm-hmm. the good thing about that is, you know, it doesn't have it for all the verses. Right. Because you read it and some verses are just plain English. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just like right out there and you get them. Yeah. And so like with the footnotes, you know, that commentary like takes either a group of verses or a verse and like breaks it down mm-hmm. in like a small paragraph. Yeah. So for the view, for the listeners, what, so, uh, what Bible are you using? The New Living Translation, the Life Application Study Bible. Okay, nice. Life yep. Application. They make that yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yep. And so, like, for the guidelines for the king, mm-hmm. kind of reversing it here, but, like, the footnotes, it says, God was not encouraging Israel to appoint a king to rule their nation. Right. He was actually against the idea because he was their king, mm-hmm. and the people were to obey and follow him. But God knew that people would one day demand a king for selfish reasons. They would want to be like the nations around them. Right. So if they insisted on having a king, he wanted to make sure they chose the right person. That is why he included these instructions both for the people's benefit as they chose their king and for the king himself as he sought to lead the nation according to God's law. Mm. Yeah, and of course they strayed away. I think all that stuff. I'm I'm not there, like I'm not gonna lie, but like isn't there like a story about or like King Saul? He King kinda Saul, went crazy. He had seven yeah. yeah, seven wives think, and he no, went No, no, no. I think he had seven hundred. Yeah. Seven hundred wives? <laughs> yes. <laughs> seven hundred wives. Wow. I'm pretty sure it was seven hundred wives. It was a lot. Wow. You can't get away with doing that nowadays, can you? No, but like that that right there. Yep, exactly. You're surrounding yourself yep. with sin. And many, yeah, and that was part of the problem. Right. And so what happens, you know, when that started, that seed, the bad seed mm-hmm. was planted. 700 wives. Yep. That's perfect because like. Biblical account, Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines. Wow. Yep. And they were foreign princesses. Right. Yep. And a lot of different pagan things came right. in and rituals and. So it started uh, with that bad seed because they didn't. Didn't obey. They didn't fully like, and Moses right here, and I was I was thinking about it, mm-hmm. and in Deuteronomy, you know, Moses is repeating the the word, the covenant, and yes. everything in Deuteronomy. He's yep. repeating everything to the new generation mm-hmm. because it was the generation after after the wandering after the, the wandering in the yep. wilderness, right? So like the generation forty years earlier, mm-hmm. they were out Matt. Mount Sinai, they were the ones yeah. who got the instruction. So Moses is going through everything again. Yeah. And like in sort of a way, he he was prophesying that Israel was gonna do all this stuff. Oh, like yeah. they were just gonna completely abandon God. Yep. And you know, it it came true because they didn't obey his mm. his word and it had to happen. Yeah. And like you think about that now, it's like, well, that doesn't have to happen now because Jesus died on the cross for our sins. So we don't have to go through all that again. We can have faith that, you know, if we say, God, we're like, repent for our sins yes. and everything, they're going to be for and stay given. focused right. and keep him first and right. don't lock him out of everything. Right. Because we still can fall under that same, you know, we can go down that same path. Yeah. If we don't steep the tea long enough. Right. Right. If we don't stay in the word and meditate focused, on it, meditate on it. Yes. That's like, that's one Very thing important. that, you know, I, I love 
my moment time, like we were talking about earlier before we started, like yeah. just having that time where it's like eight hours. Mm -hmm. Just it doesn't have to be like full eight hours of me just talking, you know, just you know, meditating on what I read yeah. and like allowing God to work in your life and mm -hmm. like open up the door for something new, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And taking that time. Like I said, it's taking that time. Just like taking that time for that tea to steep to get all the flavors. And the nutrients, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the same thing. Taking the time out. And that's uh, you know, in summary, you might as well say that's what we've talked about. That's what I've talked about in past episodes as well, especially right now during COVID. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, a perfect time for that. It's a perfect time to, to get into the word. Reset everything. Personal relationship, evaluate your relationships with the Lord right now. Because, you know, these are trying times. And I've got some more scripture here, like uh, Psalms 119, verse 15 and 16 says, I will study your commandments and reflect on your ways. I will delight in your decrees and not forget your word. That was a good, that's a good, another good one. You know, talking about studying the commandments, but for us, it would be studying the word. You know, of course, right. we could say studying the commandments, you know, the two greatest commandments, love the Lord your God yeah. with all your heart and soul, and the second love your neighbor as yourself and jesus gave those two commandments and those cover all of them right exactly you know yep. you do those two focus on those two focus on loving your neighbor that covers everything yeah, yeah. and uh getting in the word and learning applying it because right. you did share that when you were talking you were also sharing about that about not only just sitting there and learning or maybe it was in our pre-conversation before we started recording but you were saying how sipping the tea you take the tea, you can share the tea with others. The same thing with marinating in the word. You don't just sit there and just suck down the tea all day and do absolutely nothing else. But the same thing with the word, you get in the word and you study the word. So then you can go out and come alongside someone else and teach and train. Yes. Right. Caleb so it's got like, something. so it's like when you drink the tea, all those nutrients and flavors, where do they go? Yes. They go in your the, body, but then if there's nutrients, mm. Your body recognizes that yes, and then absorbs it. Put, yeah, and like sends it out to wherever it needs to go. Yes. So, like you're saying, mm -hmm. if you pull all the nutrients, you know, steep the word, and God gives you or like disperses, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Are you going to follow that? Mm hmm. Right. That's and good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, we're getting all kinds of stuff here, folks. What else do we have here? Oh, um, yeah, because as we go out, of course, we have to remember this, that the word of God is powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword. That's Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul and spirit, joints and marrow, as it judges the thoughts and purposes of the heart. So Ooh. as you're taking that in, that's going to cut right through. Yeah. And it, you know, sometimes, it sometimes cuts. you read it and you're like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I hear you, Lord. Yeah. I know what I need to change in my life. I know what I need to take out of my life. I know what I need to add to my life. Yeah, it can hurt because I actually did some research and the Romans double-edged sword was, the edges were as sharp as razor blades. This sword was so sharp. Holy. And it was meant to be used to go right in to the abdomen area and it would just tear them up but it would get in there and that's what right. needs to happen we penetrate. need to be strong yeah penetrate 
penetrate the evil in the world, the sin yeah. in the world by coming and saying, hey, in the name of Jesus, here's what I've learned, you know, yeah. powerful stuff. And right along with it, Caleb. Okay, yeah. So in Second Timothy, chapter three, uh, verses 16 through 17, every scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the person dedicated to God may be capable and equipped for every good work. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right there. Mm -hmm. It's useful for just about everything. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's really important, you know, and it's like basic training. You know, I was in the Air Force and you went to basic training and you learned the basics. Yep. And then you went and you learned your career, but you went to that career field for me, I was a weapons loader and a weapons instructor, but you learned what you had to do and then you stepped out into that career and you got the job done. But right. you were equipped, just like it says right there, we were equipped for everything we needed to know so we could step out into yeah. the world and be ready. And that's another good reason why you need to get into the word. We need to get into the word. Right. You know, learn how Jesus acted, learn what he did. Yeah and do the same so it's like you know i'm gonna go bring it back to the steak bring you know? it back so he you loves the steak you guys yeah he loves the steak. Like, it just keeps coming to me like you know you marinate the steak right yes right and you grill it you cook it to perfection you mm. know and you're like mm, i'm about to eat this so mm. you start cutting it up and you eat it but when you eat it mm -hmm. it goes into your stomach and it just sits there mm-hmm Right, the protein doesn't go out and is dispersed to like your muscles or anything like it. it just sits there, right? Yeah. So, if you are <laughs> reading the word mm -hmm. and God's showing you stuff, yeah, and He's telling you to do something, yes, and you're just sitting there in that stomach, Ooh. right? That protein. Mm. If you have the word, and you need to get it out. You better get to that digestive process and get out there. Yes. See, we're, it always comes back to this. Yeah. Episode 99, just talking about putting feet to faith. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. You know, it's like sitting at a gas station and pumping gas and then just getting back in your car and not starting it and driving away. You just stay there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, right. you know, and that's not everybody. No one get offended, but at the same time, I mean, hey, we got to speak the truth. That's what sometimes the body of Christ looks like. Yeah. We go get gassed up and we don't go anywhere. Right. And like, I'm not going to lie. I've been in that boat. We've all been in that boat. And, Me too. But the thing is, God keeps reminding you. Like, mm. I remember one thing, you know, God's laid something on my heart. And that nervousness does kick in sometimes. Of course. It sometimes kicks in because you get a word and you're like, Oh, <laughs> like you don't expect it, right? And you're not supposed to expect it. So like, but if, if you don't go f f like with it mm -hmm. the first time, God's going to come back and say, hello, like I gave you this word yeah. a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And then if you're still like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. That third time comes around and you really know like, okay, I'm just going to do it now. Yeah. And like after you do that, you know, that nervousness goes away. Because mm -hmm. your faith starts building up because yes. you're in the Word. Yes. And then so even if you're nervous, you're like, I'm just going to trust God and do it. Confidence and boldness. Right. 
So Pastor DeCruz, Carlos DeCruz, he works at Walmart. Love that oh, I guy. Think, I think I know yeah, him. he pastors a church almost in almost towards Easton. But anyway, he comes to me one day and he says, "Brother, I need prayer." And then we're at Walmart, and he goes, "I've been asked to speak at the Baptist convention." Yeah. Coming up, and I think this was last year. And he said, "The thing is, there's going to be a lot of high officials there, a lot of Baptist ministers and people up in the in high places." And he said, and they picked me to speak. And I said, <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, and? And he goes, because I was going to challenge him. He, I said, and? He goes, well, you know, brother, I want to make sure I say the right thing. Uh, you know, I think yeah. I'm a little nervous. And I said, yeah, that's normal, Moses. Right? And I started calling him Moses. Because remember when yeah, Moses was called by it. God, and as soon as he was called by God, who am I, Lord? I, I can't speak to those people. You know, and he starts until telling excuses. Until Aaron showed That's up, right. until his brother showed up. So yeah. I was like, what do, you, what do you want? I said, you want Aaron to come along? And he started laughing. And he really goes, I know where you're going with yeah. this. Okay. I said, hey, listen, you remember seeing my face. And when you go to that Baptist convention, you tell them and you speak to them whatever God's laid on your heart. Yeah. And if you get nervous, picture my face calling you Moses. And he well, had a good laugh, but I mean, seriously though, look at Moses when he first started out. He was he would Oh yeah. He was arguing with the Lord until Aaron showed up. Yeah. Until God was like, Okay, your brother's showing up. Yeah, here he, he can, comes. Yeah. And then Moses asks <laughs> and God's like, Yes, I guess. Like But then later on he's ready to yeah. bust heads. I mean, later on he's like, you know, Power he's on house. fire. Yeah. Like that, like when he was on Mount Sinai, mm -hmm. he was up there for 40 days and nights, not no eating, food. okay? Comes down and Israel is worshiping the golden calf. So yep. he goes up there immediately for another 40 days yes. and nights without food or had water. To, had to get the new stones made because he busted them. And so like you see that and then yep. from his starting point, yes, he, he didn't want to say anything. He wanted Aaron to do it for him because he was nervous. That's because... When he started out, he was like a fresh tea bag right. that was dry. Right. You like that? Right. So, and oh, then this is boom, good. you know, he, he, you know, you open that new tea bag and as it goes <laughs> on, like as you yes, prepare everything, more moisture. right, you slowly yes. dip the tea bag in and let it. And I mean, when Moses in Deuteronomy, you can see like <laughs> with his full like how how strong his faith was compared yeah. to the beginning oh yeah like he's in there like saying repeating everything mm -hmm. he's like if you guys do not obey these commands yes like when he went over all the all the curses that were going to go over israel oh, yeah. the slow and painful death mm -hmm. because they didn't follow the commands and yeah. like I think Moses was getting fired up towards the end of it. He was like, oh, yeah. I am just ready, ready to get off to of this earth and be with God. He like, was ready to go. He he knew that they were going to fall off. He yeah. knew it. Yep. But he just well, yeah, he kept doing it. He kept saying it because God wanted him to say it. And he did almost, he pretty much wanted him to, yeah. God almost wiped everybody out anyway. Yeah. And he said, no, 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 you can't do that. Yeah. Well, he the saved Egyptians them once. Think, yeah, yeah, you're right. he did. Yeah, he did. That's right. And I used to, it used to break my heart thinking about Moses because he went through so much stuff with with the Israelites, yeah. and he didn't get to go to the Promised Land, but he actually did go to the Promised Land because he went to be with the Lord. Right. So when you I think about you, it that way, it's like you know, that's that's pretty cool. Because like it, it doesn't say anywhere, like how long Moses would spend with God. No, it doesn't. But if you read, there's bits and pieces mm. of his story that say. 
during the day, like Moses would go to the temple of meeting. Mm. Doesn't say how early and right. it doesn't say how late. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so true. I that's think, and point, he Caleb. and he was a friend of God because yes. of how much time he put in. Yes, I was talking about that about Jesus too. Yeah, uh, yeah, when I was preaching. Yeah, I was sharing that about how he went to be with the Lord. Right, he went to pray. He went in solitary time and took out time to pray. Right, marinade. Right. Yes. And so, like, it it really does help. Like, yeah, it, it does. keeps your heart mm-hmm. focused on God. Yes. Because I know, like, I'm out there mowing and, you know, keeping, just keeping, you know, those, that chapter that I read either the day before or in the morning that day, like, what does that say? Okay, like, what do you want me to get from it? Mm-hmm. You know, so when you get those instructions, you are ready for it. Yeah. Just like Joseph. You know, yeah. Joseph. Man, just talking about him this morning. Right. He, Joseph got thrown into the prison. Yeah. And instead of, you know, hiding in a corner, crying, like saying, oh, woe is me, mm. he went to those prisoners and interpreted those dreams right yes. off. Yes, got then, a position right, he while got a he was position. in prison. And then he just kept doing what God wanted him to do, yep. you know, revealing bits by bit. Yep. And, and he's no like, where he was. like, I'm ready. Like, yep. I am ready whenever and wherever. Yep. 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 Even through the rough times. And speaking of Joseph, as we're living today right now in July 2020. And uh, we're going through the same thing, even though we're in the rough times, stay focused on the Lord. Right. And uh, he'll be with you. Right, because I think think there's a bigger miracle going to come out of all this. Oh, yeah. And we have to be ready for that. Yes, and we have to prepare our hearts. Right. You know, that's part of what we're doing on here is encouraging, building up. We're training. We're teaching. We're also learning ourselves. But the purpose is to build you folks up in this time right now to encourage you to pull your Bibles out right. for yourself and dig into the Word. And if you don't know where to begin, if you're sitting there scratching your head saying, you know, this is great, this is fantastic, tea bags and steaks, you know, but yeah. turn to the book of John, great book to start off with in the book of John. Just take your time and read a chapter right? and you'll find the hunger. And after you read a chapter or two, you'll want to know what's going to happen in the next chapter and just keep going and uh, find other people who are digging in the word that you can talk with because it does get exciting when you get several people together, even if you got two people, yeah, you get a couple people together and you're talking about the word of God before you know it, time has, it just disappears and you're sitting back, you're talking about the word, someone else comes up with a great nugget and you're digging in, you're looking up scriptures, yeah. right, and then- Caleb? Like you add to it too. Like yeah. those people can add on to what you mm-hmm. like, what you discovered, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's and like it just the iron sharpening iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important. That's good stuff. Uh, anything else you want to share on? We kind of covered a lot. Oh, yeah, we covered quite a bit. And you know, in in everything that you were talking about, if I could summarize everything you were talking about, the bottom line is: get into the Word. Yep. Don't just surface read it. Get your shovel out and dig in yeah, and see what God is really trying to say to you and take that time out because no one else is responsible for your your walk with yep. the Lord, yep. period. I've said it before. I'll say it again until the Lord comes, until we get taken up. But the bottom line is on that day, we're going to be standing alone on Judgment Day. Yep. And you're not going to be able to look back and say, well, Caleb's here with me. You know, it's going to be nobody. 
Yeah, just so by yourself. It's your responsibility to get in the word and to learn. And uh, yeah. yeah, shoot, man, that's good. And so the Holy Spirit spoke to you and gave you those. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. it's not like Caleb, Steve, no. you know? No, no it's just <laughs> like, you know, I, I was just praying, you know, just mm-hmm. starting the morning off with just worshiping yeah. the Lord. I just put some praise and worship music on first thing in the morning, right? It's like mm. seven in the morning. Yeah. Might as well get all juiced up for the Lord. Right? Yes. Right. And so like, you know, just singing that and that like that's when a lot of that stuff, you know, it, that one word steep, mm. praising worshiping and then like he pops that one word and I'm like, "Oh, no way." Like yep. and then I start meditating on that and thinking about the word of God mm. and what he says and you know, that's when God's like, "All right, I'm going to start the gears right here. I'm going to get it going. I'm going to start putting things and planning more things." Nice. And then that's how that's how meditating on the word and building the relationship yes. works, right? Yes. Step by step. Yep. And um I was just I think I it was one of the chapters I just read recently in Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about like how we have to be active with the Holy Spirit, right? Build mm-hmm. our relationship yes. so the Holy Spirit can work through us. Mm-hmm. But the thing with it is you know, it takes time, just like steeping takes time. Yes. You can't just say, okay, hurry up. I want to drink this. Right. It takes time, yeah. right? So God's going to reveal himself step by step. Yeah. It's a process. Mm-hmm. He's not just going to reveal everything because one, I mean. Wouldn't be able to handle it. Wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. Right? And so, like, you read the word, and then step by step, that steeping process, and then it slowly starts pulling, mm. and then your faith continues to grow yeah. because you're in the Word, yes. and you're letting the Holy Spirit steep the stuff into your heart. Yeah, relationship. Right. Slow by, it's just like step by step. You yeah. can't you can't just throw yourself into like a friendship. Right. Right, you can't just say, you right over there, you you're random dude. <laughs> We're best friends. Yes. I don't even know you. Yeah. You no, know. you you gotta start building that trust up. Yeah, you know, it's that... funny because while you were saying that, I was thinking of Barb. I was thinking about yeah. my wife. I was thinking, you know, that's true. The same thing with Barb and I have been together for thirty years, been married twenty nine yeah. years. And as you were sharing that, I was thinking to myself, yeah, it's kind of like when I met Barb. I didn't just go, "Hey, you're my wife now." Right. Oh, could you imagine if yeah. you did that? I got hit pretty hard. <laughs> But yeah, it's one of those things where you take your time. It's like when you're going out on that first date, yep. get to know the person, take them out to eat, and then the more you spend time together, the more is revealed yep. to you about them and their life and their hurts and and things yep. like that. And then it builds relationship. It right. all comes back to relationship. Right. So like and it's that maturity level yep. too. That's like a big part of this like Yeah. In order to build a relationship, mm. the relationship has to be more mature, yeah. which means you're going to have more responsibility. Yes, exactly. That's, that's good. That's what, yeah, people, that's, what, that's what people need to understand, yes. right? It's like you're married to Barb for mm-hmm. how many years was it again? 29 years. 29 years. Okay, so you expect some things that were different when you first started dating, right? right. Yeah. There's a maturity level there, yeah. so it's like... There's that special bond, like there's a connection there now. Yes. Yes. 
right. That's right. Yeah, I'm yeah. smiling. That's why it's all quiet. I'm over here smiling from ear to ear. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And with that maturity, you know, when you were saying that, it made me think of the maturity and the responsibility yeah. of personal relationship, yeah. personally taking the time out right. to get into the Word, to take time for appear. prayer, worship. Yes. Yeah. You've got to say, you know what? I'm doing this. Yeah. You can't say, oh, great. I'm going to read the Bible now. <laughs> you know, you can't do that. God knows your heart. God knows our hearts. Yeah. You know, so we have to come in cheerfully. Yeah. And, uh, you have to want this thing, folks. I'm telling you, you've got to want it. Like because, like once you once you grasp onto it, you get excited for it. Yeah. Like because when things, it's like you ha- get a surprise party. You know, you get a surprise party. And you're not expecting it. Yep. And then like it's it's just a party and all that stuff, and all of a sudden there's these little there's gifts. You know, yes. it's an extra surprise party. You Here get come gifts, the gifts, right? So it's like you get in the word. Mm. Things are going to pop out and things are going to surprise you, even though like you may know it, Yeah. but the way the Holy Spirit lays it on your heart, you could be like, I never thought about it. Like yeah, that new revelation. Right. And so then you dig deeper mm. and then there's more little nuggets, those gifts, you yes. know, at that surprise party, you're like, That's right. oh, no way, like this adds to it. It's, it's just exciting yeah. stuff. It's, it is. It's exciting. Yeah. It's an exciting journey, folks. We want to encourage you today. To take that time, dust those Bibles off. I've said it before in some of my podcast videos. Stop using those Bibles as coffee cup holders. It's time to peel them open a little bit. Dig in. Find the right place to go. If you don't understand the Bible you're reading, find a translation that you can understand. We recommend the New Living Translation. Uh, New American Standard is another good one. But starting out with the New Living Translation, it breaks it down really good. You're able to read it. Right. And uh, my dad and several other people have always said it's always nice to have more than one translation so you can compare right. and things right. like that. But you want to get something that you can fluently read without not know, you know, without scratching your head going, I have no idea what I just read. Right, right. That's the biggest thing. And like there's what I like to do too with the, the word, like after I read a chapter, I like to go to, to YouTube mm-hmm. and just like get a, a different not like a different perspective, but just like to get more information. So like yeah. I'll look up, like I'm in Deuteronomy, so I'll I'll look up that what chapter. Nice. And like there's some videos that pop up and it says like that chapter explained. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So you go on and you listen to it. It's like 10 minutes at most mm-hmm. and you just listen to it. And like obviously you don't listen to just that. You listen to the Holy Spirit, but like yeah. – it makes connections to where you're like, oh, okay, like that makes more sense to me now. I didn't understand that part. Yeah. You know? It's a part of the understanding. Yep. Getting in there. Yep. Well, good deal. Folks, I tell you what, that was that was good, Caleb. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I don't know about you. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. I did. Yeah, basically, uh, Caleb sent me a message, said he's got a podcast topic. So we worked it. So we want to thank you all for listening today. Caleb's going to go ahead and close in prayer. And uh, good deal. Let's do this. Jesus, we just pray right now so that this word will be dispersed out to many Mm -hmm. and that all of us will, especially in this time, you know, we'll dig down deep into your word Mm -hmm. and we'll rest in it and we'll find new and awesome things within it. 
And I just pray right now for blessings over Steve and his ministry and all the great things he is doing. And we just pray for a great coming week mm-hmm. and just for people to enjoy the time that they have with you. Yes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And I want to add that prayer. Heavenly Father, we also want to uplift Caleb as he continues to step forward and grow in your word and as he steps into his calling that you have for him. We know you have great plans for him, so we pray for his destination in the word, his destination in the world as he steps up and steps out and becomes that great light, which he already is, for those out there to see, for the world to see Jesus through him. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for Caleb today. Bless him and his family, his wonderful family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, so good message, Caleb. You guys, thank you for tuning in to the episode. And uh, get in those words. Get in the word. Biggest thing. I want to encourage you. Get in the word. If you have any questions for us, comments, make sure you put them in the comments section. We'd love to hear from you folks. By the time you hear this, we are probably going to also be on Amazon Music as well as Audible. So that is awesome news. And don't forget about Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and Libsyn. And any podcast app. Yes. Yeah, or stop by the website at www.relevancefortoday.org and check out all the episodes. So with that being said, hey, God bless you all. Take care of yourselves. Love you. Peace.